1: JC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the 5 o'clock shadow. And as always on a Thursday, or most Thursdays, I'm speaking to Viv Govender from Rand Swiss and David Shapiro from Sassfin Securities. Now, what's happened since we last spoke is that the US CPI figure came out. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as good as people expected. In other words, hadn't gone down as much. And the, the stock market had its worst day, I think, for about a year Something like that. But, David, I'll start with you on this one before we get into the nitty-gritty of macro with Viv. It's a buy-the-dips market. Did you see the way the market fell? Yes. And then the next day, people saying, thank you for yeah. that. I can, I can snap up some I, cheap stock. Don't you think?
2: I think also when you go through these baskets, I have great difficulty because when I break it down into its very components, you know, I say most of them don't apply to it. Anybody, you know, they, they, they're really fictitious numbers. But when you look at the PCE, which is what the Fed looks at, which is a much more relevant number because… Tell PCE is,
1: personal consumption personal expenditure?
2: consumption expenditure, okay. yeah. In other words, it's what Lindsay Williams would spend on bread, milk and uh, uh, whatever you drink, you Gin. know, your porridge and so on. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that's heading closer to 2%. And I think that also gave the market a little bit of confidence that, look, we're heading in the right direction. I think the other thing is that if you look today, some of the numbers coming out from the U.S. retail sales and manufacturing are starting to soften. And and I think that's also going to give the Fed some form of comfort. But uh, take that away. You know, this is being led by, by technology and the massive spend that we're seeing and the really good results that are coming out of tech businesses. So, you know, it still remains a, a, a tech-centric type market.
1: Okay, well, let's go get away from the um, sector specifics now and go to you, Viv, with, okay, US CPI. It was fine. It was just a little bit worse than expected. Japan and the United Kingdom, on the other hand, have gone into recession. <laughs> but what I love is that it's a mild recession by the looks of things. I mean, the UK economy fell 1.1% in one quarter, 0.1% in the previous quarter. So technically, it's in recession pan, more or less the same thing. And I think the market loves that because it says, well, then they've got to cut interest rates in order to get us Mm. back Mm. on track, Viv. Don't you think? It's the perfect scenario for equity investors. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, because the
0: UK, Japan, basically, I mean, Japan actually can't cut interest rates, so <laughs> they to no. raise them like <laughs> the world. And, and, and I think, I mean, if you look at the Japanese bond market, it's broken. It's effectively broken. It's not a, a viable market anymore because they, they, they this world, they have to intervene so often. They have to intervene so largely, and with such large amounts that it, that it's effectively a non-functioning market. The UK, uh, you know, we all know what's happening in the UK at the moment. I think the Tories are going to be destroyed in the next election. Oh yes. Might not even be be the second biggest party. You know, they might be the third biggest party. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen polls out there that put up a thought behind the s and uh, I can imagine that so yeah it's it's uh, basically it's it's a, a disaster for the UK uh, you know economy uh, or the UK like functioning but yeah it's probably good for markets they're probably going to have to cut but they really can't cut until the US cuts you know what I mean if you start doing that your interest yeah. rates are going to your, your currency is going to start weakening and then you're going to import inflation and you know then you're going to have a problem coming through with the US I mean the, the, I think the fact that the inflation number is not as important as the fact that it also comes long did you see the the uh, the unemployment figures from a couple of weeks ago yeah they you know were I
1: mean? they were showstoppers weren't they yeah
0: it was showstoppers. I mean, we had over 107,000 people in this period, and they revised the previous period up by another hundred thousand It was like almost 300,000 in the last two periods combined, better than the market had basically factored in. So, yeah, it, it, it's a very strong economy. It's very strong employment, and we also have inflation not falling as fast, and I think that's what the thing is doing. But even so, I mean, what we've done is see, at the last number I saw for June, uh, you know, rate cuts was something like 82% or so. So there's almost a 20% one in five chance we don't get a cut by June, which was almost a certain a few months ago
1: yes i, I like it it's not quite looks, but it's it, it's getting there david what happened on the uh, JSC today we spoke on monday and we we battled to find something to talk about has there been anything else in the last two or three days that has caught your eye from the jc securities exchange
2: not really the volumes are very low there's there are a couple of trading updates today I saw the platinum and palladium prices uh, kicked up a little bit. So I'm not sure what's driving that market, whether or not uh, there was some good news out of China. But I did see that uh, oil came down, but platinum, palladium uh, strong, and there was a little bit of a kick up in gold. So it did bring some uh, momentum to our mining markets, which led the way up. We were up 0.3%. We um I, I can't find any major features, and i haven't I must admit because we you know we we're closing as the as we started our conversation, so yes. our volumes were, still remain very low at the fourteen fifteen million but uh it's you know it's a stodgy, boring market. Um, really, not a lot happening in our economy the resources so, yeah.
1: yeah the resources yeah. index um, as on my delayed screen up about around about two and a quarter percent, but the resources index, david, maybe while i 'm talking, you can get up that index on on a on a one year or two year mm. graph or something but it's it was below fifty thousand uh, yesterday yeah, yeah indeed yesterday it closed below fifty thousand, and it looks absolutely horrible, and we mustn 't base yeah. mm. our investment decisions on graphs alone of course but the fundamentals and the graphs go together and it's not quite the perfect storm but it's pretty windy out there for resources have you got it up there yet david
2: i i, I haven't got the year end i haven't got the year i can't um i don't know what it is over a year but but um i know th- what what i've been looking at yeah is to try and find some sense that a bottom is being formed and lindsay that's not that's not happening um, about 70, go, go, Viv. I, it, was, you know, yeah, yeah, it,
0: was, it was seventy-eight, five hundred, some change back on the 16th of June, yeah, or January, okay. sorry, last year.
1: Wait, yeah. t- wait a second. 16th of January, 78,500 78, approximately, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And now? Yeah. 50,000. It's 50,500.
2: Yeah. So I've been looking at platinum shares, you know, Amplatin, Impala. I've been looking at Anglo-American uh, to an extent, Glencore and and uh, BHP are are immune from those, but uh, you know they they they're not platinum producers or gold or anything like that. But overall, that market looks it, it looks weak, and it's you know it's it's too early to call a bottom yet. It might happen. It might happen at these levels. History has told us that it gets down to a certain level, and then the things start to change, and you make these enormous runs. You know, hit a peak and then fall the other way. That's the nature of the market. But uh, I, as a as as a market watcher, you wait and you read and you you look for some kind of sense of if a market's bottoming and if the if the story is turning in favour. I haven't seen that yet. You know, I haven't seen anything that gets me excited. But um, you know, on the other hand, you don't want to go kind of short at these levels because you're not quite sure what the downs is what the downside is from these very low levels
1: Quite right um viv when you have a look that at the... Is
2: the biggest story yes. from south africa i i, I don't want to please please i want big stories something. from
1: south africa because i'm becoming yeah. very eurocentric what, what, at the moment tell us please
2: what worries me is on the revenue side you know when i look at sassel and i look at uh some of the the operating mines here you know the platinum mines and i look at their results and their numbers um, it starts to worry me, you know what what the revenue collection is going to be, and if we wait for the budget, which is next week, uh, it's it's personal income tax that is actually supporting this economy. You know, we're not getting the the contribution that we should be getting from corporate South Africa. So I always look at numbers and results, you know, with this in mind. Okay, what's the revenue you're going to collect from this? You know, what does it mean? And 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 I'm afraid that's that's where I get concerned about, you know, what we're seeing in the mining industry. So this
1: begs the question, David, is in a couple of weeks' mm. time when the budget comes out, maybe they say, mm. well, corporate tax has got to go up a percent or, or so in they order can't. to... No, they can't do it, can they? But, I mean, they that's a logical thing anything. to do.
2: Yeah, they can't, you know, because uh, they crippled. You know, corp- uh, uh, local corporates have been crippled, and you look through the results um, and you see what the negligence of the or the indifference or what is it incompetence yes. of the of the uh corporate of the sorry of the pr- public sector has done you know there's uh, I was just looking at Barlow world and you know who are bemoaning the fact that uh, from their starch i think either imports or exports uh couldn't move anything you know hurt by what's happening in the ports the delays and so on and we've seen that as a as a story over the last few months so all of this creates lower profits, means lower tax collections.
0: Mm. That's a uh, good you know, chance now. Go on, Viv. <laughs> um, I mean, the, way, the, the way you have to solve this, the, or the way you're going to raise tax, or should be raising taxes, thing, is unfortunately is a sales tax. Uh, that has to go up. That's the way you yeah. would do it. You know, Unfortunately, that will be the most politically unpopular thing to do, and that's why it won't be done. Uh, personal income tax is already at a point where there would such a tiny fraction of people of the entire country pays any significant amount of income tax. It's like a few percent basically that pay any real income tax. Um, and you're looking at, uh, you know, company tax, like David said, you really can't move company tax too much because nothing is more mobile than a company, you know? Yeah. Uh, you'll you, you have things moving offshore. We'll have, you know, obviously, the you know, funds will move to jurisdictions, et cetera. And it just it just, uh, is very difficult to, to get your hands on, on, on company money. So it's, it should be called uh, as a GS, sorry, that, but uh, unfortunately, politically, it can't be.
1: Okay, let's have a look at another thing now. And I'm coming, I'm going to stay with you, Viv, on this one. We've mentioned US uh, consumer price inflation. We've mentioned that Japan and the UK are both in recession, mild recessions, which is good. Germany teetering on the brink of recession, as well, China has got deflation. It seems to, and the U.S. still bowling along very nicely. Thank you. Maybe they're massaging the numbers ahead of the election in um, in a few months' time. But Viv, it seems to me geographically, different places are behaving differently. Whereas sometimes everyone goes in the same direction. Does this mean that as a, an investor, take away the stocks? You say, okay, the macro picture in this jurisdiction or that one is doing this, and that's a factor. In your equation, when you sort of have a look at a a country or a sector or a company and assess the uh, uh, investability of the country, because everyone is doing different things, Viv. Yeah,
0: certainly. Look, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we have to keep in mind uh, demographics matter a lot. Uh, yes. but one of the things that Elon Musk is very right about is that the, the people don't understand, or people were fooled, maybe in 1970s and so on, by people uh, about the population bomb and that kind of idea that we're going to have so many people and we're going to be in a situation where we we have too many people, you know, in the world. Unfortunately, places like Japan, Italy, Spain, uh, Germany, South Korea, uh, even China, uh, Taiwan, all have such low birth rates that they don't have enough people. And even the U.S., uh, do you know that the U.S. will add more people to its population through immigration uh, this year than it will through births? (laughs) That's a touchy point. But but, I mean, think about it. It, it, Imagine if more people are coming to the country through immigration than Hmm. through births. It, it, that's, that's a weird thing. And so what's happening is you're finding that the U.S. still has people in because the U.S. culture makes it so that an Indian or a Chinese person or a South, or a South African person can go there and start the biggest companies and be the biggest rock stars or whatever, and they're considered to be American. Uh, whereas the Europeans for some reason just don't have that ability. The Germans don't accept a foreigner as easily as the Americans do, and that's the American system and why it's so great. And the Japanese are even worse than that. So yeah, the, the demographics mean that the U.S. is probably going to be better. Uh, the the fact that they are still growing, uh, you know, when the rest of the world is shrinking, uh, etc., is going to be mean that they are going to be one of the few places in the developed world that still has vibrancy, still has whatever. And so that's why you put money there. The next thing is that the other people are just dumb. I mean, the Chinese, uh, hmm. uh, Xi Jinping, is, is is a terrible leader, right? He's and a dictator. He's a a But there's good dictators. The the, the Chinese had two dictators or three dictators before him that were also dictators, but they weren't weren't as bad as he is. Uh, You know, uh, the Americans have, like, you know, bad rulers, but the Chinese rulers matter, and therefore that's what the problem is. Uh, The Europeans, because of the whole... EU system uh, basically don't have a proper representative democracy, and therefore they are able to push through things that in a normal democracy would get shut down, things like farm farm rules and about, you know, et cetera, like the Green Party in, in Germany is is happy that they're de industrializing. Germany is this industrial country and you would think anywhere else in the world, if your country is de industrializing, you'd be in a in a bit of a tiff about it. The G- the Green Party doesn't mind that because, you know, they're environmentalists. And that's this problem with like the European Union. So yeah, those places have self-inflicted wounds and, you know, circumstances against them. The US, quite frankly, is the if I had to bet, you know, like if I was like 20 years old and say, bet your life on where to go and basically make a living, I would say the U.S. 100% of the time.
1: Yeah, quite right. And that's why I really want to know whether the, the macro picture, as diverse as it is worldwide, is a factor when you get the uh, yeah. investment equation uh, going. <laughs> David, you still love the U.S., oh, of course, and why not?
2: I, You know why? Because it is, it's, it's an economy which encourages risk-taking, entrepreneurship, it's got the capital to finance ventures. Uh, it's got the legal system you know, supporting it. It's got the university system supporting it, regardless of what we feel about it. So if you are looking to do anything, that's where you go. And that's why I say that when I walk through New York, yeah. the number of Indians, you know, when I say, I don't know whether that's, you, it always sounds disparaging, but I mean people from India that are coming in, Highly educated, you know, are going to university, making a mark. Look how many, how many big businesses now are run by, call it non-WASPish type. You know, the the, the all-American quarterback. You don't see those people anymore. This is uh, you can see the impact of of immigration and of uh, bringing people in, and it opens up. You know, America opens up for people like that to prosper. So you're right. You know, if I want a, if I want to go to visit Europe, they say to me, "Where are you going?" And I say, "Well, I'm going to a conference in Zurich. How many days is it for?" Okay, here's a visa for four <laughs> days. You know, and it, you know what? If I want to go watch Barcelona, there happens to be a, a football game, and you say to me, "You can't do it." You know, they treat you like that. They watch you all the time, etc. So they are, they actually keep you out. You know, and and. And that's why America, you get a 10-year visa, you get a 10-year visa. I'm trying to go to Australia now. Yes, I was going to say that. Your Australia story is a
1: very good story because that is prohibitive if you want to go to that particular island. I mean, it's extraordinary what you told
2: me. Tell tell Viv. You know, so I've got got two brothers there and a son. And to get into it, because I'm of an age of 75, the big fear is that I might get ill there and – use their national health services or something like that. So I've got to provide all kinds of guarantees. I've even got to go for my medical tomorrow where I've got to have chest x-rays and everything like that. So, you know, they also (laughs) make it almost impossible to get in there to see my family. And I've been going there every year since 1988, you know, give or take, uh, you know, with the exception of the COVID years. Isn't it? Yes. And still every year I have to go through jumping through the hoops and, and so on. And they treat you like, you know, with this utter contempt and they send dogs to smell your cases, you know, when you go in there in case you might have some uh, Sally Williams gall or something like that. So, uh <laughs> You know, I'm saying that's why America, (laughs) you (laughs) you know, that's why America is, you know, regardless of how much we criticize it, if you're going to make, if you're going to make things happen, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's the country to do so.
1: Well, the immigration story is a very interesting one because I think the chap—I don't know what title he has—but he's in charge of defense in the United States of America, and oh, yeah. he, went, he went AWOL for a bit, and because he was ill, but <laughs> didn't communicate this properly to his colleagues in in Congress or whatever it was, and now he's been impeached, and the reason was because he wasn't enforcing the immigration laws. You know, the wall. The—I'll the, always call it the wall oh, because, no. yeah, that's uh, two different people. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's not. Or is it? Please tell me,
0: Viv. <laughs> it is two it's, it's two different people. So mm-hmm. the, the the guy that's uh, uh, been impeached is some guy called Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, he's the head of Homeland Security. He's not the guy that was ill, uh, who basically uh, uh, was in the hospital without anybody knowing where he was and so on. That's just two different people.
1: Okay, but anyway... <laughs> Immigration is a big news for you. Immigration
2: is a big thing. I don't know whether this is. It says live updates. Judge sets trial date in Trump's Manhattan criminal case, ruling the case against Donald J. Trump can proceed. Justice J. C. Merchant said he planned to begin the trial March 24th. This is a criminal case against uh, the president. You know, for that hush money. So here we go again. <laughs> so it's not a federal
1: case; it's a, a private.
2: This is this is a criminal case. Yeah, yeah exactly. this is not a. This is not a. This is a. This is a jail case. You know, it says, uh, uh, you know, if he's found guilty of the such money, he can go to jail. But I suppose it doesn't matter at this stage. You know, he can still rule from jail.
1: What will happen is he'll appeal, of course, and it'll go on, and then he becomes president and um, and just says, I'm, I'm pardoning yeah. myself. I mean, it's, it's very very you know, simple. They
0: can't pardon yeah. You, you can't pardon yourself for a state case at the federal level. Uh, I think he, what would happen is it goes to the Supreme Court. and The Supreme Court would overturn it because he'll—he—he he, he, he would have appointed by then.
2: Uh, you know, he's already
0: appointed three guys on the Supreme Court right now, and so they're putting me through that. Yeah, but that's how it'll go. it'll go. It'll go. to the Supreme Court, and they'll will be, it'll be, it'll be uh, basically exonerated oh, there. Viv, yeah.
2: Viv. I mean, seriously, if you take a step back, regardless of all of this there's a case, a criminal case against uh, probably the future president of the United States or certainly a candidate, the leading candidate who paid hush money to keep a porn star quiet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I Look, mean, that's, that's, those are the facts. You say, am I reading this right? You know, <laughs> is this is this correct? I mean that that that's what I can't get my head around as much as I've been talking about the United States yeah. that they can actually put this man up to be President of the United States, to set the example, to set the moral code for all the young people that are being born now as they grow older, which includes two of my grandchildren, I'd say, okay, that's yeah. the man you're going to, who's going to lead you. But David, it sounds,
1: it sounds so simple, but when he gets up on the podium and he talks to somebody in Nebraska or a load of people in New Hampshire, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is, he'll just sort of, there's a load of bluster, and he brushes it aside. Mm. But the fact is that anyone that pays a woman called Stormy Daniels with her <laughs> physical physical attributes that obviously Mr. Trump favours, um, if you pay her one hundred and twenty thousand via your lawyer, there's got to be a reason. It's not just for her, her children's education. She, <laughs> he's guilty, and there is no way that anywhere anyone in England or Germany, or sorry, Britain or Germany or France or any. Other Another, uh, northern European oh, country would there's no way that any person would be even considered for office if they had that hanging over their heads. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Never mind the other ninety no, charges I, that's he's I, got. I
2: just, anyway, mm. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying. And and what I also can't understand is how that the various religions will endorse him as well, from whether it's from the Bima at in a shul or the pulpit in a church, you know this is the man that you, you're standing behind. And then they say, oh, this is all politically motivated. So which witch okay. hunt. <laughs> Thumbs charges.
1: It's a witch hunt, exactly. Okay, gentlemen. Have no, uh, as anyway, as I as just as saw
2: as... this coming. Yeah. No, it's very <laughs> interesting, and it'll go <laughs> New on, New and it'll on, and it'll drag on.
1: And as uh, viv, but, viv contends he, he this... won't be able to pardon himself. Sorry, Viv, go on. Yeah, but but the problem I have with this is that, look, I mean, if you go back, uh, JFK –
0: uh, uh, uh Remember Reagan with Iran uh, Contra. Uh, we look at uh, Bill Clinton with the Water. What's that? What I think was what is he thing? Uh, he uh, think? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the problem. The problem is this year is that when you do have the in, in intervention of lawsuits like this. Well, no, no, Monica Lewinsky, mm. no, oh, no, before oh. Monica Lewinsky, there was a before what Monica Lewinsky. there's some kind of scandal he had as well. Oh, uh, of course, yes. White Water, so I like Yeah, yeah, that's right. See the problem. Oh, Arkansas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the problem that happens with this year is that what's going to be the the case going forward is that you'll find that, uh, let's just say Biden wins, right? That you're going to have Biden's son, uh, Hunter Biden, with these issues in uh, Burisma and that coming. And and it's going to be a case of... uh, red states versus blue states so you'll find people in the blue states basically uh, prosecuting the uh, republican candidate you'll find people in the red states prosecuting the democratic candidate and the problem with, with these kind of things is that i mean with, with the trump thing yes he did bribe them but did you know what the, the case is against it? no what? he should he should have used campaign funds to bribe her <laughs> he did not use campaign funds to bribe her
2: and that is the yeah, case
0: yeah, okay. if you're going to spend money on on something because they say this was for the campaign because he wouldn't wanted to talk about it, then he should have used campaign funds to to pay her off. But he used his own money, I believe, to pay her off, and that was why they're going after it. And uh. so you see, with with a case like this here, it, it becomes it becomes look. Trump is going to be dead in five years' time, ten years' time. Biden will be dead in five, ten years' time as well. The problem is that what's going to happen here is you're going to set precedents that are going to be, you know, this is the way things are going to go into the future. So you're going to find these lawsuits destroying American politics for the next half a century or so until something weird happens and they change the law. But this is how it's going to be, like, going forward. It's going to be a case of every election in the U.S. because the way it's designed is always going to be almost 50-50. And you're always going to have states that are Totally blue and totally red, and you're going to have prosecutors who are elected in those blue or red states saying, "I'm going to go after the evil guy in charge, and he's going to be the one that I'm going to prosecute." And it's going to be, like I said, it's it's going to damage the U.S. political system way beyond Trump and way beyond Biden because neither of these guys, even if they could run a third term after this, because they they're <laughs> going to be like in the 80s, mid 80s. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah will mean, be, non- He'll be Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Melania Melani around. Who? What's? Uh, oh, no, no, no. The person that's...
0: you have to watch, Melania Trump is, is is the... Oh, I yeah, see. I, I think, you know, the first
1: lady, ex-first
0: yeah. lady. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the first lady, no, no. No, no, I mean, because that's uh, not the one. The worst you should ask us is Michelle Obama that's the one you yeah. should talking about because there is there is a rumor that apparently uh if Biden basically is faltering he had, because he's obviously having issues at the moment yeah. that they 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 they're putting Michelle Obama in as the replacement wait, uh, and wait. That, and and that and that and that I think would be interesting because she's obviously qualified. She was a lawyer. She was, you know, very like you know well regarded, cetera. She has a lot of you know uh, good good will, etc. And the problem is that uh, the the problem that they have to replace Biden is that Kamala Harris is VP, and yeah. if you bring if you bring in someone like Gavin Newsom or you bring in like even a Hillary Clinton. Uh, you, you'd, be, you'd split the, the democratic base because Kamala Harris is a black woman, and you know there's these issues there. Why, why are you not going to the normal person? Why are you going to the the Newsom as the as the guy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you bring in Michelle Obama,
1: you can't do that. She, I don't She's know. obviously going to be. If yeah. she was a legitimate candidate, she would sweep the board, um, because I mean, yeah. let's, let's face it, Biden and Trump are both losing it. Or oh, no. uh, Biden a little bit more. As for Melania Trump who you mentioned you don't see her because she is sitting there fuming he has said to her (laughs) if you i'll give you this if you don't if you keep your mouth shut i don't want any books i don't want any interviews Uh, uh, on on cnn or whatever you are going to get this guaranteed for the rest of your life if you keep your mouth zipped up, uh, there's another chap as well, uh, Viv. Uh, Cornel West. Have you ever seen an interview with this chap? He's a presidential yes. candidate, and he's almost tactical because he says that maybe if I get uh, some uh, votes here, it'll take away from this candidate, Biden or Trump. I don't know, but it's a fascinating few months we've got ahead.
0: I think. But but, but, it's not, but it's not him. Cornel West barely ranks the thing. The real danger is RFK Jr. He had. I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl. Uh, he had yes, added the, the Super Bowl. He 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 is JFK's uh, uh, nephew, right? So Robert F. General Kennedy's son, uh, RFK, you know, the guy who was also assassinated, uh, and he basically put out an ad that was effectively mimicking the ad that his uncle did for the uh, elections, you know, in the 1960s. And uh, he he said he didn't do it. It's it's a super PAC thing. And the super PAC apparently can't communicate with people. There's a whole big thing about that. But anyway, the people are saying this. it's very smart because the people that voted the U.S. are the older people. And and who's going to remember someone from 60 years ago? The old people. And there's a significant chance RFK gets enough votes that he pretty much destroys Biden. Yeah, he he uh, he he's, he's a democrat he's is a democratic guy even though he's anti uh, vaccine and whatnot he's a democratic guy he's a kennedy and he he can easily i mean uh, the polls are putting him in double digits he's he's mm. getting polls that are closer to like Ross Perot which nobody has done since then you know uh, since Ross Perot right so mm. rfk basically uh but would is, this get more the, people. is this
2: for the presidential election or is this yeah, just yes, for the democratic yeah. uh, no 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 nomination. he's, he's, he's
0: He's, he's running as independent. He's not going for the presidential election. He's running as independent. Well, and that, that is the that, danger. That will
2: swing voting. That, that will push Trump in.
0: Yeah, that'll push Trump in. Precisely. Yeah. And oh. that's the real danger. Yeah, that's the real danger. Yeah. So the, the Democratic uh, Party is actually trying to sue him because, like yeah. I said, of the whole thing with the Super PAC and him coordinating and can't coordinate, there's a whole weird thing happening there. But uh, they know if if, uh, if he runs, uh, he's polling way above Cornell West. Cornell West is, is a sideshow. Oh. And so is Think Igor or whatever you call him, uh, the, the guy from the Young Turks, also running. Uh, there's a guy running in the uh, Democratic primary, uh, Dean Phillips, I think his name is, I'm not, I can not remember his name exactly, but he's running, he's a congressman, he's running, uh, but he's, he's, he's not even getting on the on the primary ballots, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But out of case, he's not even getting on the primary ballots, not treating him fairly, so he's running, he's running as independent, and if he does run, by all what I've seen, I, I'm pretty sure that he splits the anti-Trump vote because there's a Trump vote and an anti Trump vote. The Trump vote is, is solid. There's nobody taking Trump's votes away from him. Oh. All you can do is split up the an anti Trump vote. And RFK running will split up the anti Trump vote. And I would think that in that scenario,
1: Trump will win by a landslide. Oh, please don't say that. Please don't say those two words in the same sentence, <laughs> Trump and landslide, because <laughs> I heard it last time and it didn't happen. But this time it is far more credible. Let's have a look at the markets. Dollar Rand, 1895. British pound against the Rand, it is 2385 euro rand is what 2042 euro dollar 10780. The euro has gained by around about 0.4% today. Uh, what else have we got? The commodity prices, uh, gold is 2006, which is up 16 dollars, so it, it can't make the step up above 2100. It's been trying and trying for months, but it's not happening. Uh, platinum is uh, 909, which is. Quite a big move down, I think, down seventy four dollars. That's and up,
2: yeah, it's actually up.
1: I've got platinum on my boring screen here, down seventy four at nine oh nine. But I've got palladium up thirty nine at nine seventy three. Oh, okay. Give me the platinum, yeah. David, uh, because you're more accurate than I yeah, am. No,
2: you're right. No, I've got nine oh nine oh four. I've got the same price, but I don't yeah. know where my measure came because it said plus one point two. Two nine percent of palladium and nine sixty two, which is up two point seven two. So okay. it depends on where the last reading was. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, They're taking the um, yeah.
1: different closing mm. prices from Sorry. different exchanges. Okay. Okay. No, it's my fault. S and P five hundred. Well, it got whacked when those CPI figures came out from the United States, but now way above uh, five thousand again. The futures for March yeah. are five thousand and twenty six, which is just not. It's not a big move to the upside, but it's telling you that every time it goes down, people are waiting in the wings to buy it. The U.S. 10-year, 421%, uh, 4.21%. The South African 10-year, 10.05%, which is better than the 1015 yesterday. On the other commodities, uh, natural gas prices, it's just they've been whacked. You know, at the height of the Ukraine-Russia conflagration, Natural gas prices were $4, I think, a BTU, if that's the right measurement. Now 1.60, just below 1.60. It's been a massive fall in natural gas prices. And it's probably because, as I look at my window now in northern Europe, it's 15 degrees. So people don't need their natural gas so much. Let's have a look here at what else we got. Brent crude, $82.38, up a percent. And West Texas crude is up 1.2% to $77.57 per barrel. Bitcoin, we've never discussed this, the three of us, nearly 53,000 now. And Mm. it wasn't that long ago, I was looking at this screen and seeing it saying 15, 16,000, maybe 18 months ago. This has been a huge move. Viv, you're the techno man. Tell me, please, why on earth is this at 52,000?
0: A couple of things. Firstly, uh, the, the Bitcoin people um, are used to the fall, so uh, they, they expect more than a 50% fall every couple of years. And they have a term for, you know, a HODL, uh, which I think it, it is a misspelling of the word, hold, or it means hold on for dear life, H-O-D-L. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you are supposed to hold on when it falls. Uh, and in fact, there's a guy called Michael Saylor that's that's really a Bitcoin crazy person, and he was basically buying tons of it at twenty dollars, uh, three thousand or twenty-five thousand, whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, the reason it's coming back is a couple of things. Firstly, interest rates in started to fall, which is usually good for speculative things like Bitcoin. And the second thing is they launched an ETF on it, and that ETF apparently has got a lot of inflows coming in. And when they launched the ETF, it was like around forty thousand or so, and uh, since then it's 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 had a little dip, but it's come back quite strongly after. I think part of it is the ETF flows are uh, are helping it. You put your money in the ETF, and the ETF has to go out because it's an exchange-shared fund, so they have to have everything backing it. So if you put money into the ETF, they have to go out and buy
1: Bitcoin, and that's probably what's pushing it up as well. Okay, well explained. Let's have a look now at some some of the movers on the upside and the downside. And if you look at the upside, the top five major movers it's all to do with digging and i can see the shorts have been scrambling because sibanye up nearly six percent impala five and a half percent higher Goldfields up four point eight percent anglo gold ashanti three and two thirds percent to the good and anglo-american platinum up just over three percent on the downside though south 32 down four and a half your telltale down four and a half data tech a three percent loser psg consult down nearly 3%, and Karoo, also nearly 3% weaker. David, any other stocks that caught
2: your eye The right one today? I want to point out is evertech You oh, know, yeah. I've been watching this go up every day, and it's an education company, yeah. but uh, if you look at the chart, this is way into new high territory, which is not common for, for South African stocks. So... Uh, um, I think this, it's certainly a high that we haven't seen for four or five years. So I don't know where it came from. Maybe
1: a corporate, but, you know, corporate tr- activity with the other big uh, company, no, what Kuro. I, what
2: I'm saying, yeah, you know, mm. I don't know where its past high was, but it's certainly at a level that we haven't seen for a good five, six years. Mm. So I don't know. It's attracting buying. There's something happening in that area. But uh, every day it's making new highs or in you know in this peak territory.
0: Viv- yeah, it 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 it, it peaked up basically back in two thousand and seventeen at about twenty and a half runs and now it's about twenty seven. Yeah. and okay. basically it it was about twenty uh, at in August last year, and now it's twenty seven. So like thirty something mm. percent in the last say five, six, six months or so. Yeah,
1: Viv, I'll stay with you because um, we got, we've got to have our regular Thursday uh, AI uh, chat. And there's mm-hmm. two things that have disturbed me now. I mean, you, you're a great fan of it, and these are isolated incidents. But one incident was the Sadiq Khan attack. Uh, Sadiq Khan, who's the mayor of London, uh, somebody came up with a clever AI-generated... What can I call it? It was, it was fake news, essentially. <coughs>
2: was, it a, was, was it a video or a... Yeah,
1: it was a video with him talking, and they had uh, subtitles and everything, and he said uh-huh. this, 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 and this, and it infuriated the right-wing elements of the of of the United Kingdom and he got so much abuse for it I mean really threatening death threats and that sort of thing but it was a complete fake but the other one I saw which was really really clever was Donald Trump and it came up after Saturday's game between Scotland and France in the rugby and Donald Trump sat there and he said beautifully lip-synced and everything he said there's no way that that was a uh, wasn't a try at the end of the match and everything and i know more about rugby than you do and in fact i invented rugby and i'm watching this and i think <laughs> what on earth is this and then i suddenly realized i thought of viv Govender and i said it's ai that's doing it there's a dark side to ai viv
0: no it wasn't that i mean uh, there was a case recently in i think it was hong kong right where somebody basically got a instruction to do something from a client. Uh, and was a huge transfer. We're talking about uh, 20 million pounds, 25 million dollars thereabout. about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he basically said, okay, uh, this sounds weird. So he contacted some senior officers. And the senior officers basically told her, fine. You know, and it's actually a woman apparently. Uh, told her, fine, now this is correct. Go ahead and do it. Turned out that the video that she communicated with the senior officers was a deep fake. Mm-hmm. So so imagine basically somebody at work that david should call, call puts an email to the office yeah. transfer this money to here, and that guy calls up David and David gets on the phone with his base and says, "Don't worry whoever the person is in the office uh, it's correct to do the transfer and the body is transferred and it's all defect mm. that's 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 the level it is right now at where you can do this in a live zoom call it's it's a live of, you know call you know what i mean uh and this stuff is like happening now. Can you imagine in a year's time, you might be able to spot one or two issues now. In a year's time, you won't be able to spot anything. You cannot trust any phone call, any video, any communication by by, by that's electronic with anybody. You would have to see them face to face. We were talking about it this this week in in the office, and we honestly don't un, don't know. I mean, even even like things like you think that normally would work, like security questions, right? I'd ask yeah. you, who's your mother's? What's your mother's name? Before. You, you put uh, the AI looking at your Facebook account, and your social media profile, your LinkedIn profile, and they would figure out very quickly who your children are, who your mother is, what your first dog is, what your first car <laughs> is, all <laughs> the stuff, all the normal security questions the AI can figure out. So the, we are entering a world in which all the, the security measures we put in place over the last decade or so to yeah. adjust to to uh, the the whatever is is going to be
1: broken in the next year or two doesn't this disturb you viv and and david as well doesn't it disturb you it's all very nice that nvidia and the other companies go shooting up because of the chip manufacture that ai thrives on but doesn't it worry you that this sort of thing can go on because you never trust anybody online you can trust someone if you meet them down the pub and shake hands and have a drink but otherwise no everyone's untrustworthy david you're a a, a, a tech fan look
2: i worry about this every day even in the current circumstances and that you have to be so sharp now yeah. to avoid any kind of cyber – you know, people interfering, intervening, sending, uh, sending fake letters, which they do off uh, – whatever they do, they look almost authentic. So you've got to be extra, extra smart, and uh, it's, it's, it's always a worry. You know, every letter you get, every phone call you get, you've got to do your own kind of checking as well before you actually pay out and do things. It's, it's, it's an incredible worry, uh, Lindsay. You nice. know, having running money, and especially uh, where, where clients want to transfer money and so on. You know, the only rule we have, and I think it might apply to Viv as well, yes. is that if Lindsay Williams opens an account with us, we say, Lindsay, what's your account? You know, what's your bank account? And yeah. The one rule we have is that any transfer to you will only go into that account. It will only go into that account. We will not do it. If you want to go pay the garage or somebody else, well, good luck. You go do it yourself. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Don't, don't instruct us to do anything other than that. If you need money, even if you sell shares, we'll sell shares, but the money will go into your own account, and then it's up to you. You know, so, okay, so you've got to, it's, be, uh, got to be
1: vigilant, in other words. And, and, and vivi- totally, totally, totally. And you, you yeah. want to come it, in on this, Viv? Yeah. It's got to be regulated, does not yeah. it?
0: But regulated is not going to affect the criminals. I mean, you're talking about these scams that's coming through so easily. I mean, the, the problem is that, like David said, you, you have to cut down the services you could give to a client dramatically yeah. to ensure safety because you can't do third-party transfers. The mm-hmm. guy wants to pay for his, for instance, kids' school fees at Harvard or something, and you can't do that transfer because... Yeah. I, you yeah. don't know, you know what I mean, and so that becomes the the issue down the line that that you actually have to cut down your services mm-hmm. so much to mm-hmm. to do this. And an issue I have as well with with AI and, and and going forward is is that you know whenever you have a huge technology, no matter what it is, the printing press caused a hundred fifty years of war in Europe. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was blocks of wood that you basically put ink on, and it and it and it destroyed a continent almost for over a hundred years. Uh, radio is linked up to basically the emergence of fascism. Because otherwise, people like you know Mussolini, Hitler and stuff weren't talking to the public. You needed the radio to get that kind of thing going, you know what I mean? We won't get in the field through newspapers. And, all this, and even the internet caused Donald Trump. It caused Brexit. It caused all the stuff that you're seeing right now is is the factor of the internet. A new technology like this, a powerful new technology, is going to have knock-on effects in ways we don't understand. Often political, almost economic, I mean, for instance, uh, people blame the gin. For uh, causing the increase of slavery in the U.S., because now you needed, mm-hmm. you yeah, had the ability to, to to use the cotton. Somebody had to pick it, and that caused slavery to continue mm-hmm. for decades more. And so, yeah, th- these technologies are going to have impacts that are not just positive and often negative and very disruptive as well.
1: Be afraid, be See very afraid, uh, David. Give us the closing JSE indices, please.
2: I will do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the JSE closed. Yes. We, we, I forgot. We closed <laughs> uh, up 0.29%, One uh, 0.29% at 73218. It was all... In the resource market, the resource ten up two point three percent. That's at that five oh six one four. But overall, resources up two percent as well. Uh, precious, which is you mentioned all those um, Sabanya and yeah. all the, impa- uh, the uh, platinum and gold stocks leading the way. So that's where the gains were. The rest of the market pretty flat. Uh, not much really happening there. So that was the. Those were the leaders. You know, the the bank index down point four percent. Industrial index up, what, down 0.11% in that. So really in the mining, the miners led the way. Value traded, 14, 15 billion, nothing really outstanding. there yes, still very, no very good. low markets. Very, yeah. very yeah.
1: low indeed. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Viv Governor is from Ransweth and David Shapiro is from Sassman Securities. And that was the 5 o'clock shadow.